0: This Yikes! Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing purple frogs. Just like Bubba said, you in trouble, y'all. check the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block? Stop the one hand. Impact we trust, it's power have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to 5 on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the 5 Reasons Sports Network.
1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, you can check us out on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. These These episodes export there. But you can also get fresh episodes. Uh, of the floor an hour before every heat game will be there before the Portland game and post up five R as soon as the heat game ends. Plus we got plenty of other content there. Make sure you subscribe also five reasons, spell it out five sports.com. We apologize. It was out for a couple hours today. It's back. You can get Brady Hawks articles and everything else that you want to check out there. We do not have a paywall again, as long as the site is up and also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. Greg Sylvander is here tonight in part because of water cleanup of South Florida. Are you a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim? You're dealing with water, mold, and fire damage. Are you looking for a reputable, fully licensed, insured, and certified contractor? Water cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. When a disaster strikes at your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, and their team prepare to handle any size disaster. They've also got really cool Yodas Haslam pictures up there uh, in up there in Boca Raton. The guys are third generation contractors in South Florida, so continuing to maintain their sterling reputation is extremely important to them. So reach out to Water Cleanup of Florida, which is also a licensed building contractor, providing a to Z one stop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners require call michael anytime on his personal cell 954-579-0356 again that's 954-579-0356 that's water cleanup of florida and now tonight's episode all right it's back on five on the floor the aforementioned greg sylvander is with us as is Alex Salido. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander and at, and at Tropical Blanket. And we got a day off between games here. Um, Miami Heat play the Portland Trailblazers tomorrow as they continue their road trip. The latest on Jimmy Butler uh, that's out there is a few days, maybe a week. We'll see. It doesn't appear to be as bad as what we initially anticipated. It is not an Achilles, as we told you um, in real time here in the postgame episode. Uh, Last night when we recorded it, uh, it is an ankle injury. And, of course, Jimmy's had some difficulties with his ankles. But it seems to be another one of these things, Greg, that is temporary. Uh, It's not ideal, but it's temporary. Just like Bam, a little bit more than temporary, but he'll be back eventually. Victor Oladipo, we are assuming, will be back eventually. Marquise Morris, who the hell knows, even though Marquise said to me on Twitter, I'll be back soon. That was about three weeks ago. Uh, But we assume he's going to be back at some point. P.J. Tucker is already back. Max Struess and Gabe Vincent seem to be on their way back because that's COVID-related. Dwayne Dedman is maybe just a couple of days or a few days away from being back based on the timeline that the Heat gave out initially. So all of these things, inconvenient, but not debilitating to this season, right? And so in that context, we're going to assume for the purposes of this exercise tonight, as we talk about contenders around the NBA, that the Heat get reasonably healthy. I I don't think anybody is going to get completely healthy this year, whether it's COVID or, you know, just the things that players are going through in part because they're having to play more minutes maybe than they used to as a result of guys who are out from COVID, right? There have been more injuries this season. So, Greg, what we're going to look at is How the Heat, if they're reasonably healthy, maybe not everybody in, but maybe they're missing one piece or maybe they're occasionally missing two pieces, would compete against some of the other better teams around the NBA and where they fit. So I'll let you go. In the Eastern Conference, if Miami is almost completely healthy, what are the teams that you view as on their level if they are in the same position?
2: Wow. So you, you narrowed it down to the Eastern conference. I can actually go even further out and we can just do this whole league in one felt swoop. Uh, my takes are, um, are coming in hot because I can probably count the teams on one hand that I think actually are real contenders. Um, and, and again, uh, as Ethan mentioned, um, if if you uh need anything related to uh disaster uh with weather, mold, fire damage, reach out to water, clean up Florida. Uh great team there. If you if you got the schmutz, they got the guts. That's how it goes, right, Ethan? Yeah, um, we, gotta,
1: we need a t-shirt for that. I'm gonna work with Michael on that.
2: Right. Um, so literally five, five teams. I can count them on one hand. Um Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Phoenix, you uh, Phoenix, uh what the hell is the other team we just lost to? Golden State and Miami. And that's it. Everybody else is a pretender. And that's the end of the story for me. I'm not buying Chicago. I'm not buying Utah. I'm not buying Memphis. I'm not buying Cleveland. I'm not buying Denver, the Lakers, the Clippers. All of them are, are have no shot at an NBA championship. There are five teams that have a viable chance, and Miami is one of them.
1: Alex, would you agree with that list? Because I remember you and I, before the season, I don't think Greg was here for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I went through this where we, <laughs> that
0: was I'm a long-ass sure like episode. We,
1: yeah, we tried to tier all the teams, right? Like, we we had five different tiers, and and I, I miscounted. We couldn't figure out what the rules were, uh, but and we ended we up listing all 30 teams <laughs> somewhere. We so I, I, Well, you're right. Oh, my God. I don't even want to look back at our list, but – I guess this would be tier one, right? Like who are the teams that we now consider at this stage of the season to be in tier one, again, assuming reasonable health.
0: I'm pretty much with Leif when it comes to the teams that I'm taking the most seriously. Now Leif went full hot take and I like it because I'm kind of there with them, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't have the same amount of guts. So I just not can't say it, but like specifically the bulls and the jazz, I think that's the, those are the teams right there where you draw the line because I have a lot of respect for what they're doing and what they can do. You know the people on their team, like I have more respect for them and take them more seriously than, let's say, the Grizzlies and Cavs, who I feel like they're kind of like the parallels of each other in each conference, like the upstart young teams who are good but not great. So with the Bulls and Jazz, it's like maybe they have a small chance, but with like I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like I think with with the Jazz, we already know the whole Gobert thing, but it's not all about that. I just think like first of all, they've had a they've had troubles with that point of attack uh, defense this season, and they can do a lot of stuff. But I don't know. It comes down to a lot of Donovan Mitchell superhero time in the playoffs, which he can do, as he's shown before. But I don't know. I feel like they don't have uh, enough top-tier talent to be there. And then with the Bulls, we haven't seen it yet. I'm just skeptical of what their defense is going to be like, uh, you know, with the kind of small ball that they run there and if they're going to be able to replicate their dominance so far uh, in the playoffs. I think they have a small chance, but it's really those five teams, I think.
1: All right, so if we're going to say those five teams, again, we're assuming relative health here. So when we say relative health for Milwaukee, let's go through the list, okay? When we say relative health for Milwaukee, are we assuming Brooke Lopez's return at some point uh, or not?
2: I mean, I guess you have to because you can't, like, bend the rules for Miami, which I may have a tendency to do. Uh, so you have to imagine that he'd be back. Pat Connaughton would be back and playing uh, a meaningful role because I think that they really expected him uh uh, or no, it's, has he been in, it's, it's been, yeah, Di came back, I got them mixed yeah. up. Excuse yep. me. They, they were counting on him to be a big part. I think they actually were, uh, they had uh, in a lot of the projections before the season started, he was a starter. Um, yeah. So, sure. so that's like, I guess you got to, you got to include all those guys. And so like, the, they're definitely defending champion Giannis they're, they're kind of coasting through the regular season. You see that they're going to be, one, two, three, or four. But, so, but the Brook I mean, thing
1: makes a big difference to me. Like, it does, yeah, right? Just,
2: it's very true.
1: I, I mean, Demarcus puts up numbers now, but I mean, nobody is afraid of Demarcus defensively. I absolutely not. Stage, right? Okay, so I, I do feel like the Brook thing matters, um, and, and I think in some ways they're a little deeper than they were last year. That they've added uh, George Hill and Wesley Matthews back, which I, I do think gives them spot, you know, veteran minutes that they didn't have last year. They kept Portis, but they're also without PJ Tucker. And, and I think that is significant. I, I, one of the most uh, impactful moves of the offseason was not just that the heat added PJ Tucker. It's that they took him away from the bucks. I, I still, I think that's going to be something we talk about when we get to a playoff series. All right, let's get, and we're going to go get more into the West here after I introduce some more of our sponsors, but let's just touch on Brooklyn when we're saying relative health, <laughs> dare I say are we talking about Kyrie? Because I mean, that's—I guess—that's a health yep. issue, right? It's a different kind of health issue. What What are we assuming for Kyrie, though? We're assuming he plays all the games, or we're assuming he plays. We want the that road entire. Games? we
2: want all their asses healthy. We don't want okay. any
1: excuses. So I agree. Ky-
2: Kyrie is going to be available for all the games that they lose to Miami in the playoffs. <laughs> so however many that is, they'll, yep. he'll be available. So they're fully healthy. Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, are they ever fully healthy? So, I mean, whatever for them, but um, ultimately if they got KD and Harden, and Kyrie even even at Kyrie in the road games against Miami I still think that that uh I would consider them to be a team to reckon with I mean it's just, just it, KD is out of his mind
1: I mean Alex yeah. so, well, I mean, what, what are we expecting from Kyrie he's just gonna be Kyrie I mean I I feel like he's the type of player that wouldn't miss a beat here
0: I can't like I want to make the jokes too it's uh It's scary hours, man. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm not saying that scary hours, like, the Heat should be afraid of the Nets. Absolutely not. I'm just saying, from what we saw when the three of those guys did play together, it was scary hours for the entire league. Like, I just think Kyrie put in that position where he doesn't have to really be the point guard, and he's just kind of free to do, like, play his own freestyle game. Is like everything he's ever dreamed of when it comes to, like, his basketball philosophy. Excuse me. And just, like, the way that he is, like, they they – they have almost this like dream like setup there with these three creators who get to just do whatever they want and they trust each other. And they're gonna have an incredible offense. It's gonna be incredibly hard to stop. They're not unbeatable by any means. I'm just you yeah. know, if we're back to them being just absolutely world beaters, I would not be surprised. I still think it will be a great series with the Heat, but that team has a lot more good players than just those three, right? Like with, with Bruce Brown and Joe Harris mm. with Claxton, you know, you've got the old bigs there with Aldridge and Millsap. who are probably not even going to play much. It's probably going to be a lot more Blake and even James Johnson. Like they've got a little bit of a mix of, of uh, vets and two way players there along with the superstars. Obviously you've got Patty Mills, who's like fifth yeah. in the league and threes made. It, it's just going to be a really hard team to stop because you're always going to have to be accounting for, multiple guys. Now I see Nets fans complaining about their rotation and how they're playing too many non-shooters at a time. So if Steve Nash mm-hmm. wants to keep doing that, then it's Team five, but I think it's going to be a <laughs> great series. Okay. To, you know, what, I'm going to save it for after the break. But I I will say this. Patty Mills scares me
1: more as a heat observer than Kyrie Irving does. Okay. Just because, I mean, maybe. Oh, it's just my experience. Yeah.
2: uh, Before you go to the break, let me just say that if they didn't have Kevin Durant, I wouldn't be scared of Brooklyn at all. absolutely. Like, that's literally, like, how much, how substantial Kevin Durant, uh, like, that's the problem for me. Because it
0: puts Harden and Kyrie in these positions where they don't have to carry the load. And it just takes the pressure off him because Durant is always going to come through. Like, he always does.
1: Yeah, well, Harden will just carry the ball. All right, Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about – I want to talk a little bit more about this Bucks-Nets thing here in a second because I got something I want to pose to these two guys before we move out to the West. Before we do, we have another new sponsor, Um, and they're based in downtown Miami. So everybody's been saying you got to find a watch party place in Miami, right? Well, we found one. It's City Cigar Lounge. City Cigar Lounge in downtown Miami, and they've got everything there. It's a beautiful spot. It's very classy environment. Of course, they got the cigars, 50 50 or more brands – of premium cigars but also they've got scotches bourbons whiskeys tequila 350 brands there they got great food on the menu they got happy hour and game specials and again they got the large comfortable leather chairs in a really classy spot and we're going to have five reasons watch parties there so check them out they're in downtown miami it's city cigar lounge and after you're there you can check out our other sponsor which is down the street biscayne bay brew They got a brew house that's not too far from the arena. We're going to start doing some events there, and of course, Biscayne Bay Brew is the official beer of the Five Reasons Sports Network and the Miami Marlins. Check out their kiosks at FTX Arena. They're over at the 100 level and the 300 level. Get the Tropical Bay IPA uh, if you like; that's my favorite. All right, let me throw this at you. So we talk about the big three and, and what the uh, you know what the big three could be for Brooklyn but we already know what the big three is from walkie. They just want a championship and, and two of their guys won a gold medal uh, right after they want a championship. And really they've been pretty much with the exception of that game against the heat. They've been pretty much unbeatable when the three of them have played together this season. Uh, Cause they started out not. So I'll, I'll ask this, which of the two big threes, let, let's take the other players out of it. Which of the two big threes, which is obviously Giannis Middleton and holiday uh, championship pedigree or Durant, Harden, Kyrie, two of them have titles. Some people don't count Durant's, uh, but of course, Harden doesn't have a title because he laid an egg against the heat in the finals when he was with OKC. Uh, Which of those two are more problematic for the heat? Is it Durant, Harden, Kyrie, or is it, is is it Giannis Middleton holiday?
2: I hate to butt in, but it's Kevin Durant. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's just, i mean that's it i i, 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 I hate
2: it. to simplify it like that i'm not afraid of milwaukee like pj tucker jimmy butler bam Adebayo. when you talk about drew holiday chris middleton Giannis, they got solutions to me kevin durant's that one dude that even if you got solutions he doesn't care about those solutions and and maybe i'm just high on kd tonight but like they had milwaukee had pj and i know they got through that series but it was like they almost didn't get through that series. KD was literally a three-point shot away from changing that entire landscape. So, um, I don't know. To me, just the strength of KD's greatness, his ability to just... to just outskill everybody on earth, uh, it, it, that that's where I'm going there. I'm I'm not afraid of Milwaukee. Like uh, to me, that's a matchup I think Miami would look forward to. They got uh, skin in that game that they don't have with Brooklyn that I think mm-hmm. matters. So to me, I'm much more um, fearful's too strong a word. Concerned would be more the word about Kevin Durant.
0: Alex. I'm pretty much there. I just think it's like I've gone back and forth between which matchup I think is tougher for the Heat and for different reasons, right? But Kevin Durant ends up being the tiebreaker because I just think it's like you can't scheme versus him in any way. You can't put together a game plan versus him like you can versus Giannis. And even though that game plan did not work whatsoever with the Heat last season, they kind of plugged up all the ways and all the holes as to why it didn't work. Like we, we keep mentioning PJ and taking him away not only is it just great that they took him away and made him, you know, made the bucks weaker and not as huge and, you know, uh, imposing, but because of that, you can really run like and run that, that defense that he, that he wanted to last season and successfully did two seasons ago. Now they didn't have drew two seasons ago, so it's more firepower. And that's why you got to really take them seriously. Like I'm not going to act like the bucks aren't a, you know, a really, really, really good team. Who's going to pose a problem with the heat. I just think, the Heat have so many, like, my, my initial concern with the Bucks was just their overwhelming defense and size. And, you know, you have to be on point with your offense just to come up and, and really match what they're doing to you on defense. And I just think because of Hero's growth, because of what we've seen with some of these other guys getting better, like, they have a lot more forms of offense, reliable offense, I feel like, than I did before. So that kind of edges me in the Nets way, right? Like, I think Durant is the tiebreaker there because no matter what the Heat do, no matter how many good defenders they have, they're going to have to focus on a lot of other guys with Durant being the main problem.
1: We're going to pivot to the West uh, because I'm I'm with both of you guys on the Nets thing. So I'm not really. Going to yes, we it. got
2: through the East and we didn't talk about Philadelphia. Ha, ha, ha. We didn't <laughs> oh, talk I mean, about Chicago. Ha, ha. We didn't yeah, talk well, about Atlanta. I, I was going to talk, talk about Washington. But I... Okay. You know ha, what? Ha.
1: You know what, you know what, Scrub you know ass. What? I know you got the fresh all- haircut, but I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. Uh, we <laughs> should talk about Chicago briefly before we go out to the West. I mean, I, I was trying to think of what my retort was going to be on the nets and bucks. And I tripped myself up because uh, I, again, I, I think that Miami has the, the answers for Milwaukee's three now, right? I mean, you, you have enough guys to put on holiday. Caleb Martin, by the way, in that matchup, I think will be very useful uh, but also, obviously, Kyle's been brought in. Now you got Bam for Giannis. You got Jimmy for Middleton. I, you know, again, I'm assuming health here, which is the difficult thing to do this year, and we're probably jinxing it by assuming health. But well, you got before, probably uh, you PJ got PJ on Giannis. Well, you like, got like, PJ right, exactly. You got PJ also, which is the thing we've talked about quite a bit. Uh, whereas, whereas with the Nets. Uh, I, I, you know, there really isn't it. I mean, PJ on Tucker. I mean, TJ on Durant is the guy who's gonna make him work the hardest, and we've we've seen him. PJ and Bam, right
0: there. Like that's the best combo you can kind of put out there to go up against Durant. It is, and he's still gonna score.
1: I mean, Giannis is still gonna score too. But I just, I, I I guess I, I'm a little bit more fearful.
0: Of KD you could still like test. keep him away from the pain. And even if he's gotten better at some of those other shots, right. you'd rather him take those shots. They could do a better job of that now. And it's like, even if he's gotten better as a free throw shooter, I'd rather send him there mm-hmm. than kind of deal with anything KD is going to do. Cause if you drop versus KD, you're done. Like don't even bother. They're going to be switching a lot. And then if he gets a mismatch, it's over. You're going to have to send help. And then one of those other players is going to be open. So I just mm-hmm. get fearful thinking about like those scramble situations mm-hmm. versus the nets, you know, uh, for a defense, for the heat, man, like they're, they're, they're dangerous. I, I also don't really know how the heat would handle
1: Kyrie, but I, again, I, I don't know. <laughs> we're assuming Kyrie is going to be there. And, 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 and yeah, and it's, it's hard to kind of figure that out. All right. Kalo Uh all right. By the way, if you want a, a, a Kyle Lowry t-shirt, we have those on the website as well. I don't know if people were aware of that, but we got a Kalo shirt. Uh, all right. We're going to go to the West, but we're going to do this quickly here. Uh, well, actually, should we mention Chicago? Like Greg doesn't want to mention. We're not mentioning you know Philadelphia.
0: I think Chicago should get talked about. I think they've been that oh, yeah. I mean, They're the one seed. And
2: that's perfect. They let them. This is the path. Okay. Heat fans, listen up. This (laughs) is a very important message. Um, If Chicago finishes one, Milwaukee and Brooklyn finish two and three, and the Heat happen to finish four, they get to host a first round series. They'll pick off Chicago in five, and they won't have to play both Brooklyn and Milwaukee. That sounds like a great path, right?
0: That's exactly the path you want if you're the Heat. Like you've and and remember last year they got they got too good for like caring about the past because they're the Heat and, and you right, know they're gonna play whoever's in the way they're not gonna manipulate their schedule. I get it, they're all tough guys, but like, man, <laughs> what Leif is talking about there, like you cannot let yourself get the Bucks and Nets get in that path. I know it's too early for seeding talk, but that's 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 the way right there. That's the way to get back to where they want to go.
1: You, you know the Chicago thing to me. If they end up the one seed, and I'm not look, I have respect for Levine and obviously for what DeRozan's accomplished. And Vucevic doesn't look the same, but uh, Lonzo Ball is a very good player, and I like Billy Donovan. But but I'll say this: it, it feels to me like some previous number one seeds in the Eastern Conference, including Chicago, like including Chicago, including Chicago uh, back in the day where Miami went in there and beat them, and including those Indiana one seeds. Where oh, Miami was just a better playoff team than them,
0: so I I do. I guess we're gonna mention the old Raptors, the Lowry, DeRozan Raptors. Well,
1: and- that's well when right, when LeBron was lurking, right? I mean the Heat don't have a LeBron obviously, but at that at his peak, which he was at that stage, uh, but yeah, it feels like a little bit of a and to be honest, a little bit like the Atlanta Hawks that LeBron went in and beat. So again, there's no LeBron. Maybe Giannis or Durant is the LeBron now. But they've got from, two from
0: absolute bucket getters and like in playoff basketball when it gets close it feels like both of those guys could be x factors and they they can really get to their shot, man it's well the mid-range game but
1: we have we have seen the mid-range uh, okay there's competing factors so we're not going to get to the west today and that's fine we'll do that another episode well
0: if the heat aren't dropping like they won't be in the playoffs most likely then they won't even be able to get to those mid-rangers the
1: bulls are gonna get the schmutz
2: come on they if the Heat
0: are the- switching versus <laughs> the Bulls, it's over man that's, that's a great matchup for the heat it really is like i i i take Levine and DeRozan really seriously I think they're a better combo than like Tatum and Brown I just think right now like it, they've shown oh, we haven't it, like, mentioned look, them either we don't need to mention that's them.
2: hilarious we've also didn't mention the Celtics we Also yeah, just
1: this episode is off the rails well if they got the schmutz water cleanup could go take care of it I I'll, I'll say this about DeRozan though there's competing factors here with him and we'll probably get into this more in another app but there's the the mid range game has come back in the playoffs in a big, big way as the Suns proved last year. And we're not going to get to them as much right now, but with, with Paul and with Booker, et cetera, because of the way the team's play, the mid range is open to you. And when and and the game slows down uh, that becomes a better option. And, and Greg mentions uh, Jimmy in the mid post as well here. Uh, but that's competing with the fact that DeMar DeRozan is one of the most disappointing playoff stars in NBA history. His numbers, there was a, um, there was a chart that was done, I think, two years ago uh, before Kawhi won a championship. So I guess it would have been three years ago before he won in Toronto, which basically explained the Kawhi DeRozan trade by simply pointing out that Kawhi raised his game in the playoffs more than any other player over the previous 10 years in terms of his overall efficiency And DeRozan lowered his game more than any other star player over the previous 10 years. So you have to be in fact.
0: What? No, you can't.
2: He's a shooting guard. Jamal Mashburn. Next.
0: Wow. I'm joking. (laughs) Wow. And look, like I said, I think the Bulls. I thought you were going with Eddie. the The Bulls would be an absolutely great matchup for the Heat. Like, I'm not worried about them one bit if you're looking at it from the Heat perspective. But, man like DeRozan really has it nice now. Like he has everything nice and spaced out. He's got a bunch of guard defenders doing the dirty work at the point of attack. So he doesn't have to do it. Donovan coaches well, like as a team defense and they've got some like good players there. DeRozan's also just a way better player than he was in the Raptors, man. Like he's, just a much better playmaker, not as hesitant. He knows where he wants to go and where he doesn't want to go. Now he's taking – he's making back-to-back game-winning threes. I just think he's, like, the best version the, of himself I wish right this now. was
1: on video because I, because we didn't do video They're fraudulent.
2: Today. They're just so fraudulent. They're, they're, the, they're the fraudulent. Balls, look at them. Just look at them. When they walk out on the court, like, just look at their
1: faces. They're fraudulent. <laughs>
0: They're not going to win a title. They're going to be a really cool team to watch for the next few years. That that uh, never gets out of the second round, most likely. I,
1: I just think uh, there are certain guys uh, that have to prove it on that stage. And De- Demar Derozan, as much as I like him as a person, and like as which a player, team are they
0: beating? Which one of these top three teams in the East are they beating? None of them. <laughs> like maybe the the Nets. Like if there's a collapse. But I, I mean, again, we're assuming
1: we are assuming health, right? So I they they're not beating a healthy Heat team.
0: Not beating. I say that.
1: Does Ricky want to clip that? I mean, they're not beating a healthy Heat team. I I don't believe that. They're not beating a healthy Nets team. It's just not happening. I mean, if you're talking about Durant going toe to toe with DeRozan, no. In the postseason, no. Okay. And Milwaukee, Milwaukee has answers for that. Milwaukee would put, uh, I mean, they've got Middleton and then they've got holiday that they would put on those two guys and they would, they would cut their efficiency to such a degree to force Vucevic to beat them. And that ain't happening this year. He doesn't look like the same player. And Billy doesn't know how to use him. So and they
2: can't stop Giannis.
0: Like that's the other part of that. Yeah. They have no shot, no shot versus Giannis.
1: I will say this. This is the one counter for the DeRozan argument here. And we'll close here. And by the way, before we close, again, use our codes prizepicks.com, Use the code five. Get your initial deposit matched for the full bonus. Therapistpreferred.com code is five RSN, 25% off for premium CBD of all types, and manscaped.com for all your grooming products, deodorant, etc. That's also five RSN and that's 20% off. But to, to finish this thought, the one counter on the DeRozan thing is that Kyle Lowry was considered to be sort of a disappointing postseason performer until he wasn't right. But you got to prove it. You got to prove it. I mean, Lowry True. went through a stretch of years. was like, he doesn't play in the playoffs. We talked about this when he played the heat 16, he doesn't play in the playoffs the way he does in the regular season. And then he got in the right situation and obviously as the second guy or maybe third guy at times with Siakam there uh, with Toronto, we won a championship. So maybe DeRozan could do it, but the Bulls aren't beating any of the top three teams in the Eastern Conference. If they're healthy, we're assuming full health. All right. We didn't get to Phoenix and Utah and Golden State and all that good stuff here in the episode. We'll do that in another episode. Uh, we'll be back on heat coverage tomorrow night, uh, full heat coverage uh, where they are playing Portland and Dame Lillard is not going to play. So uh, this is a game that even though, you know, the heater, you know, beat up right now, Portland's the worst defensive team in the league. Miami should be able to score. This is the one that you got to get because you, you're probably not getting Phoenix. So you got to get this one. All right. For Greg, for Alex, we'll let the two of them continue to debate this Chicago thing uh, off the air. We respect you, DeMar DeRozan, but you should have taken the mid level exception with Miami. Have a good night.
2: Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional
1: sports network.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile